Welcome back to JB Sports Podcast. Today is Thursday, July 8th. It is uh, 9.16. We don't have to add the time, but I guess it's nice. We don't have the time? No, nah, I don't know. Not usually. Usually if it's like a weird time, like obviously, but... I feel like the last couple times we've added the time. Yeah, but I feel like it's like... I feel like it was more like a setting the ambiance type of thing, you know? I mean, I guess, but I feel like we just... I don't know. 9.17 now. That is exactly what time it is. I don't think we need to tell them what time it is anymore. But the only reason that time is relevant is the only thing time-sensitive we're talking about right now is the NBA Finals going on right now. That's been a recurring topic recently in Mexico. Well, obviously, it's one of the big things in news. Two teams that are in right now is Milwaukee and the the Suns. I'm not sure if the last time we had it we were talking about. No, they hadn't won yet. So, yeah, last time we talked, they were still in the Eastern Reference Conference. Brooklyn had just played. That last game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we haven't had it set in stone. So obviously, Phoenix, Milwaukee are in the finals now. Phoenix has won the first game. Yeah, they won pretty big that first game, and now they're on to game two. They're pl- actually playing right as we speak. Uh, Milwaukee has the lead fourteen to nine right now. But uh, what do you think? This is how the oh, series going to be. Phoenix. Go? You said this a couple days ago. Um, CP3 smells blood in the water, and if he doesn't. Uh, cl- if he doesn't claim it now, he won't get it. And me and you both said that this would put CP3 in the top point guards of all time. A lot of people have John Stockton. I think it would knock somebody like John Stockton out. Yeah, where no, their their stats are pretty similar. CP probably has more points and assists. Probably, but that chip, something John Stockton don't have. That chip is very important. I can definitely agree. But I think Giannis is coming off an injury. He got 11 that first game, like you said. So I think he's gonna be. Shaky, Middleton, Holiday are supporting cast. He only had eleven points last game. Yeah, and I mean, I think Middleton did pretty good. He had like, yeah, he had like twenty something. Yeah, something like that. Um, but on, this the way the way I see it is the Phoenix team with DeAndre Ayton playing the way he is, Devin Booker playing the way he is, and you just can't stop Chris Paul right now. He's been an offensive juggernaut, which is not something you usually say about him. Usually, he's known as the floor general or. Um, like different things like that, not necessarily the f- the scorer, but that's what he's been, and he's been unstoppable. Yeah, it, it's because he smells blood in the water. He wants the chip. He wants his chip, and I think this no is the LeBron, best chance to get it. No LeBron, no Kobe, no Durant. It's this my is time. his best chance. I think, but here's the here's the kind of thing is that I think Giannis is thinking the same thing. He got he got hurt last series with a hyperextended knee and didn't really get to play the end of last series against the Hawks. But he managed to work his way up to health to play in game one. He wasn't effective. I believe he's still hurt. But, but he, wants, he wants to play. Giannis, I think Giannis is probably one of those players I want to play. Yeah, this for is sure. My, this, is my, this is my time to win. No, I could agree. Um, when it comes to that, it's both teams kind of see it as their best chance because if we look at Milwaukee, I don't think they'll look, be looked at as the favorite next year. I think they'll still – the Nets are still out there. You get the Hawks are up and coming. You have a lot of teams up and coming, and that's the same thing for the Suns as well. Bronze will be back next year, and you had, the West has just been tough in general. Warriors will be I'm back be next year. I'm be honest. Bron ain't as scary as he used to be. He's not, but still, like in a way that a lot of other guys who are older are more scary than they used to be. LeBron has gotten less. scary. You think the Lakers are gonna stay where they're at right now? I think they're gonna try to make a move. And the way I think about it, there's a, there is a piece out there that I think a lot of teams are going to be trading a for. Kemba Walker. He got traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
during the season, and he really didn't play much in Oklahoma City after that. I truly believe that he will be a guy most teams are after, and that'll be including the Lakers. Did we talk about where Dame was going to go? No, we didn't. Uh, I I could see Dame. I think Dame has been that guy that's always wanted to stay where he's at. He wants to build a winner around him. He doesn't want to go. I think he's now realized that I can't do that here. I think that team, Portland Trailblazers team, has one more shot. When did we talk about all this? All the, like, we the, didn't. We didn't. Oh, no. We were playing like a video game. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Like Simmons. We talked about where Simmons was going to go. We talked about that. On here? I want to say so. No, we were playing like black. No. That was like, like two in the morning. Okay. Well, you want to talk about Simmons real quick? We can. Did we? <laughs> Am I forgetting this? I believe we did. I don't think we did. Long, long, long uh, way to side. You do see the Suns winning, right? Yeah, absolutely. Suns and six. Uh, I would say Suns and six, even even with uh, Giannis. I, I just truly believe that the Suns are the better overall team right now. Absolutely. And, and that's honestly the way I see it. And as health being a th- health always being a factor, but as long as health doesn't take any more player any more players away from the game, I do believe that's how it's going to go. But there are a couple of big things that I wanted to talk about. You want to talk about the uh, coaching thing first? No, I want to talk about name, <laughs> image, and likeness. Are you sure? I kind of want to talk about the coaching thing first. No, no, no. That could be the last thing and kind of end <laughs> on some laughs and all that. But like, this is like the meaty thing that I really wanted to talk about today. Oh, yeah. So name, image, and likeness went on last week. Kind of the hammer broke, hammer came down on it. So now NCAA is going to be allowing all college players – Honestly, this is big for all of them, but like especially football and basketball, where they make the most money for their schools, can now profit off their name, image, and likeness. NIL is what it's short for, like the shorthand term for it. All these players are not going to have opportunities to make money off of their own name um, and who they are based on how they play on the field. The schools won't be paying them, which I think is going to be something that will happen here, ha- happens sooner rather than later, because these these schools make way too much money off of these players for them not to get any of that money coming, but this is a good first step. So these players can go and do their own brand deals. They can make their own merch. Like a lot of these players are not going to make it to the, to the league, not going to make it to the NFL. Do you think uh, it'll cause a problem for smaller schools? Here's what I'll say. With like, like Michigan state just got a four star quarterback. I'm ecstatic about it. He's a four star quarterback. Uh, that is the best player we've had in the past 20 years um but do you think that would draw guys like that away from smaller schools here's what i'll say yeah they can there's potentially bigger guys that want to go to bigger brands to potentially get better better deals for themselves right but here's the thing so like you just talk about quarterbacks right i think quarterbacks and i think in a certain way it'll spread quarterbacks out more but i do believe that this won't hurt the big boys, the Bamas, the Ohio State. No, the they're going to get who they're going to get. They're going to get who they're going to get because oh, they talk about this. They a send big, players big to fish the in a small pond. Right. So some of the players that are kind of fringe, so they say, hey, I may not be a starter at these places. I may not be in the running. It will want, make them want to go to different schools to become that big fish and maybe a smaller pond rather oh. than going to these big schools More money and being a, being a normal-sized fish in a very massive pond like Ohio State, Bama, and all that. 
So yes, do I believe that it'll? I believe the big boy. It won't hurt anybody. Do you think it'll spread out the talent a little bit more? Maybe long term, but if the if the the final goal, no matter how much money you make in college now, now that they can make money off themselves, their main goal is to make it to the NFL. I do believe that the best way to go is to go to these big schools because they they keep producing players. Like there is no there is no if ands or buts about it. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, they're sending multiple multiple players from multiple positions from to the to the league every year. So I don't think there's they're not going to be able to take them. They're not going to knock them down any pegs. I think they're still going to be the big boys. But I do believe it'll make it a different decision for players that maybe don't see themselves going to the league, or their fringe players maybe wanting to try to test their market to go to these college towns where they can be that big fish in a smaller pond. So I do believe there's there will be money to go around. Um, as to fairness, I don't think this is going to be something that will change it for everybody. But I do believe it makes it fair for players, and at least they have that opportunity. If they decide to become a smaller fish in that bigger pond to go to these big schools and get developed and wait their turn to go to 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 be there, be that guy in, their, in the, at these big colleges that they can make names for themselves and get to the NFL – I do believe that the like that will have opportunity, but if they want to be the if they want to be that guy for 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 a smaller school or for a school that may not have as good of a chance to get their names out there on the big stage nationally, they'll have that opportunity at least to be able to make that money for themselves locally wherever they go. So yeah, I, I believe it's a it's a good question. Um, I, obviously you can't really tell, but for long term. But there is one thing I'm worried about is that I don't, I'm not sure if they're going to start making rules as to how much these players can make or anything like that because I don't think – I think they're going to leave – as of right now, there's no rule as to it, how much they can make. But I do believe they're going to try to say, hey, maybe it's not fair for some of these small other players that aren't bigger names. But I, as of right now, it's open market. So I believe – It'll become it'll become big for these players when it comes to social media, because heck, people Instagram, Twitter, like all of the ads yeah, and stuff they a do. Bro- a person's brand and a picture would get you paid. Right, so they they can make money off of that, which is very easy, and I think it's just ba- mostly based off followers necessarily. So I believe that's going to be a big deal. So it doesn't take a lot of work. No, it takes work, but it's not like a obligation. Yeah, as much. Uh, but they can easily make money off of that. But when it comes to like doing commercials and all that, those are going to be reserved more for the bigger players, especially for the bigger schools. But you know, it all, and I think it all depends. I think it's the time will tell how it goes. I don't really see any problems with it. I just want the players make make money, right? They see all this money changing hands. There's people that make livelihoods off of these players when they're playing in college, at least. There's people that are making livelihoods talking about them. Like yeah. they talk about their performance and they they make their whole lives around college football a lot like fans do, but they get to get paid and these players don't get to see any money. And that's where I feel for players. I'm sitting there like if you're for unlike other schools on uh, other kids on campus, if you're a music if you're a music major, right? You can go and make money being a Music teacher for somebody. You music can be a teacher or doing side gigs. You can do stuff like you that. You can make money doing that. And in football players, football players can't even get jobs. They can't get. They not allowed to get jobs. They football is a job for them. Is so, it? Is it just football? Or is it all sports? No, it's gonna be for all sports. Oh man, this is nice. So I, I, especially for the bigger sports, football and basketball, 
that is their job. Like they can't go and get a part-time job because it's either football school and that's going to be all of the, all of the, their schedule will allow them to do. So now with this, so now with this, it can be technically another job, but it'll be something that can net them some money and maybe help them. If not them, their families and stuff like that, which a lot of these players are like, Hey, I'm watching my family struggle, but I have to go to college and play here and wait for three years before I can go to the NFL and make the big payday. Why not? And not to mention, not all players will get there. Yeah, it is. It's what is it? Zero point zero eight percent chance. It's like less than one percent. Like one, less than one percent really make it to the league and have long standing careers. And even when they get to the league, the average career is three years. So like some of these players are really like, aren't aren't the in college is going to be their best chance to make life changing money for not only themselves but their families. And now they're going to have that chance to get that. So that that's that's what's that's what's very important to me, and I believe that I, a lot of people, a lot of fans and stuff like that, share that. At least younger fans, I I say older fans are kind of, they might be a little jaded by the idea just because they're not used to it. But I believe most people can agree that the, these schools are making way too much money off these players, for them not to get something. No, I totally agree. And uh, honestly, with with that, I just believe. I, I just want to think it goes into a bigger question, right? So if that's the case, I believe that call like here here's where here's where some of the da- downsides are that people want to talk about. What happens when these boosters and stuff? Because obviously all these schools have boosters, right? And all these boosters, they are multi million dollar companies. They yeah. especially behind the bigger schools, they have big like companies and all that. So what happens if they go in to recruit this kid and recruit a kid, come to their couch and a coach comes onto their couch and say, "Hey, we have a specific booster for this company that will will sponsor you as soon as you come to our college." Oh, right? start playing better players to come to school. So I don't, I don't know because that, like, obviously, it's going to happen either way, right? But could that be seen as a school paying a player? Yeah, absolutely. As long as it's not money coming straight from the school, I believe, oh, like, on. obviously it's within the rules, but obviously it's a gray area that, is, that I do believe the bigger school is going to be able to take advantage of. I think that's going to be have, that's gonna be one of the rules going to have to be set real fast. But I don't. it doesn't matter, though. With these big companies, when they're locally in, in these specific markets in these college towns, obviously they're going to be able the, – these players will be able to see that. It doesn't take a coach telling them that. But, that do, but I do understand the idea that – that could potentially become a bigger aspect of it. But I'm like, it always was. Like, I, Let's be honest. For for a long time, they've been playing these players, right? There's there's Ohio no – Not Sorry, just Ohio State. I, I would be naive. I I, I, as much of a, as big of a fan as I am of Ohio State, I would like to believe that they're not paying anybody. And I'd believe that they're most likely not. But, uh, but I'd be naive to say it probably hasn't happened at all. There's, I'd be naive. That's stupid. I would rather – I would rather say that and be wrong rather than just like to not say it and potentially be like caught later. Heck, this kind of brings back the whole thing with many years ago when Ohio State got hit with uh, players trading like their their personal belongings, like their Michigan, like their uh, their, helmets, their gold pants. Like they were signing autographs for tattoos and like they got suspended for that off of the stuff that they were given. So a lot of that stuff won't happen anymore, and that's what I'm really happy about. Let alone, I, again, I, it's really hard to talk about the downsides potentially of it when it really hasn't happened yet, but it, honestly only time will tell. 
But I just truly believe in the long run, no matter what things have to be ironed out, it's worth it. I think so, too. I think it'll be beneficial for everybody. I think it will spread out the talent a little bit more, too. To, like, what, like, what do you mean? Like, smaller schools. Like, you'll stop taking every player from Ohio, from Michigan, you know. I think it'll happen a little bit, but I think... Do you think do you think it's gonna like be a massive change? No, I, I, but it would be enough to where think. it matters. Well, like, I, I guess it only takes one. It takes like one some of the smaller player. schools in the Big Ten. A four star is amazing for us. Like getting the quarterback that we have now is absolutely it's amazing. We haven't last four star we got was like three years ago. And if spreading out, um, I keep saying um, if spreading out more players because they want to go to a smaller pond i'm the big fish i'm the big guy on campus boosters want me i'm throwing the touchdowns i'm he's doing all that he is the best player on the team right uh-huh. he's gonna look that i can get this money or heck there's you have you know how many four-star running backs you have yeah yeah six oh yeah right now you have six four-star well, running Ohio backs has a five-star as well you have six four-star running Travion backs. henderson these guys are four stars right mm-hmm these guys are absolute starters. Like, day one Many starters places, at Michigan for State. Sure, yeah. And now they're seeing this like, oh, I want to transfer. I want to go. I, I want to make money. These guys are coming from nothing, like you said. They're going to see these smaller schools. There's no one there right now. I can be that big fish. I, I can I be can that it. big fish. Uh, but here's what, here's what I will give you this credit, right? So I think it will – it'll totally fast forward the quarterback aspect of it. I think with the – Players being able to transfer, they have a transfer rule now where they can transfer once without penalty, right? I believe it'll it'll make it'll take that tenfold. So obviously there's only one football. It's not like you have multiple wide receivers on the field at once. Multiple running backs can get touches. A quarterback, it's usually one quarterback and that's it, right? So I do believe that like Ohio State has a quarterback competition right now going on. When do you guys not when do you not have a quarterback competition? With Justin Fields the last three years? Two years? Two years. But, okay, so with that, right, whoever loses the battle, most likely one of the sophomores, right? So one of the, there's two, so, two sophomores, one freshman battling it out right now. I do believe that once one wins, one of the sophomores will leave. The freshman has a little bit more time. He can redshirt. I'm just going to wait till he leaves. Honestly, one. yeah, right? So he has two seasons. He'll be the yeah, starter. Yeah, he'll be fine. So, but, and you only really need one big year now in college to become a top quarterback in the NFL. Uh, I believe... Uh, not every guy can say that. Like Alabama, like Alabama player quarterbacks. Usually Mac can't Jones say played that. one year. Mac Jones threw the best offense in college football. I know, but he played for. I'm saying he like he only played for uh, talent aside. I don't think he's a talent that great of a talent a quarterback, right? He's not. He played one great year at Alabama, and he's a top, he's a top fifteen pick. Just based off of that, right? Was so top fifteen. I yeah. thought he was like nineteen, twenty. No, fifteen. I don't know. He's Start, trash. Like fifteen to the Patriots. He's trash. I, I believe so too, but he got drafted, right? So, I, especially at these big schools, I believe you really need one year, two years, like or bigger. So, I do believe the some of these players will end up leaving sooner and going to these different colleges, right? So, I do believe that'll help. It'll help those smaller schools getting that quarterback because then once you have a quarterback, you have a chance. Especially if you get these quarterbacks of really high t- caliber. Obviously, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel changed Texas A&M for a couple years, and he was destroying everybody, right? So that's like a common example because that most of that team, like they had Mike Evans on that team. So they had some talent, but they weren't Bama. 
but they had one magical quarterback that did it over two seasons, and he changed he the way that that team looked, right? So that could be the difference for a team like Michigan State, the Northwesterns, the Oklahoma States, like the, this kind of smaller but big schools. It'll give them a shot. I hope it spreads out the wealth a little bit more. I was looking at, um, what is it, 247, like a college recruiting site? Yeah. yeah. You know how many four stars dropped out from Michigan State and are now going to Michigan? I could tell you. Seven, Joe. Seven. Are you kidding me? Within the last two weeks, seven dropped out. Boom, I'm done. I'm going to, I'm going to Michigan. I can't confirm nor deny that because I'm not really paying attention. But I'm always paying attention. If that's the truth, if that's the truth, that is bad. That is awful. So, so that I don't know how that'll change that though, because technically they're going to be going, they'd be going to a bigger market. I don't know, but if it's my, I hope it makes it better. I feel like it will. I want to believe it will. But if it starts making everything worse and we get worse and worse can it get much worse from here like ohio yes, state absolutely. Let's, let's be honest the playoff over the last few years has been ohio state clemson bama and a guest right so like that, that four team <laughs> is a guest they are they're being invited to the invitational for the most part for the most part right like sometimes oklahoma this past year it <laughs> This past year, Ohio it was Notre State, Dame. It Bama, and a guess. You can't do the other schools like that's, that, bro. That's what it's been. That's not it's fair. It's the truth. It's, it's the not truth. fair. Of those, okay, of all the playoff spots, right, This mm-hmm. that has gone on. Yeah. Of all the playoff spots that have happened over the past seven years. Wait, so LSU was the guest? LSU was the guest that year, yeah. They won. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, for the teams that are, like, every year they're, they're still the big boy schools, it's Bama, Ohio State, Clemson. <laughs> and you add somebody. A guest. You call it's a how guest. it's been. Those three teams. Those three teams have taken up seventy-five percent of the of the spots. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You called him a guest. <laughs> that is what's getting me, man. Notre Dame uh, last year. Were they really they really worth it? I don't even know who's on who was on that Notre Dame team. Exactly. Oklahoma. They fumbled the bag every time. Every time, they fumbled the bag. Guest. LSU, they did it, right? They, great. Po- great. Absolutely perfect. Hey, get wouldn't the Pac-12 like to have a guest in the playoff? <laughs> they have, haven't had one yet. Who's in the Pac-12? You got the USC's, you got the Oregon's, you got the Utah. Like Those teams in the West Coast, they would love to be a guest at the table, but they haven't been. And that's how it's been. That's and that. And that's, uh, Oregon's the big dog in that pond too. They are a big dog. So that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, but Oregon would be like middle to low standard on in the Big Ten. Uh, it's it, it. Yeah, obviously, yeah, they're a better team than a lot of teams in the Big Ten. That's for sure. No, I can agree to that. But they're not Ohio State. Like it's still a gap. There's still a gap there. But so that's why I think that kind of lends itself to and the Nebraska idea. In our conference. Yeah. Ain't that the? Aren't they the number two? Nebraska's been trash. Who's the number two in Big Ten? It's Ohio State. You can't call it Michigan. They're everywhere. You got a revolving door of... Oh, Penn State. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Penn State, easily. Penn State's easily been the number two, and then you then you have a revolving door behind that. Obviously, Penn State's, like, perennially, but last year it was Indiana, Northwest. Northwest we beat Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship game. So, Northwestern, Indiana. You want to throw Michigan in there. They've been trash in all these years, but, you know, it's fine. 
they didn't want to play us last year. They decided not to play. Like they were like, eh, we're not going to take this butt whooping last year. We like they used through. COVID as we, an excuse. Didn't we play you twice? Who? Michigan State. Play us twice? Yeah. No, not this past season. We played you once though. Played you once. We beat you badly. Yeah. And we had most of our players out. We tried. You did. But that's that's more I can say for Michigan. More Michigan was like, ah, we don't want to put have that butt whooping on display. We had three different quarterbacks in that game. That is true. It's three. <laughs> two, two got hurt. <laughs> that team up north did not want to get that butt whooping. They were like, they used COVID as an excuse. They're like, ah, we don't want to play that game. We, it's fine. <coughs> we're, <yeah, COVID. laughs> we're well past Why COVID. Why are you talking trash on every They didn't want right to play now. us. They didn't want to oh get their butt God. smacked. I'm telling you. Like, they, they looked at us like, ah. I hate being the small guy in the pond. I, I, Michigan State has had their years. He's last. Like, they just got a new coach. You guys decided to get a coach last year. Again. Didn't we get a new coach like three years no, ago? No. Mark D'Antonio was like the guy up until he retired. So, like, I, I do believe you guys will get back up there. I do believe you'll be better off the Michigan long term because John Harbaugh is at – is it John? It's Jim. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, he's trash. How many Harbaugh's Glasses. are there? Jim and John. I thought one was the coach for the – Ravens, yeah. Is he not the coach anymore? No, he is. And the other one is the coach for the Niners. No. He coached the Wolverines. I know, but one was a coach for the Niners. Yeah, whoever is coaching Michigan right now. He used to coach the Niners. Oh, I was confused. I thought you it's, think. It's John. It's Jim. No, Jim, I believe, is Ravens. I don't know. Oh, it doesn't matter. They, that Whatever one coaches the team up north, he's trash. Absolutely awful. But he doesn't coach them anymore. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. One coaches the Niners. He used to, back when Colin Kaepernick played there. No, he still... Go ahead. You got a phone. Go ahead. Look it up. I swear. I'm a top. It's it's John that coaches the Ravens. I'm pretty sure. I I yeah. I'm being insane. It's John. John who coaches who? Ravens. So it's Jim. Sorry, I, I forget the man's name. He's trash anyway. Like. Like I, they should have been fired him, you know. I truly like. I would love to keep beating them every year, but like, get him a new coach. Maybe that he might be able to make him worth something. He does. I swear to God, he coached the Niners. He did. He's been he's been at that team up north literally for the past six, seven, eight seasons. He coached the Niners back in twenty fourteen. My That's God, what, what am I on? That's what I'm saying. He used to. He took he took a uh, with a uh, Ka- Kaepernick and went to the Super Bowl. Did they win that? No, they lost to Ravens. Is that what I remember? To the Ravens. That's what I remember. Cause I, I remember the image of him and his brothers shaking hands before yeah, the game. Exactly. That's what I remember. I'm sorry. I'm so far off. No, it's fine. I, it gets, gives me more reason to talk he about how to trash. He is, yeah. <laughs> he had one magical run. That Mr. Joe Fluka had one magical run, and he got paid, and guess what? They, paid, they wanted to pay him to go away. And I think he's playing with the Jets now. Jets? Yeah. He's not the, the starter. He's he's, he's the, the backup, backup. To a for to a rookie. He's a pretty good rookie though. He's good, but I'm just saying like that he's that's he's a backup guy now. But he did get overpaid. The Ravens had to. He did just win with he did win a Super Bowl, but you know it is what it is. Okay, so now that we have talked about oh my God. name, image, and likeness. We kind of talk. Oh, kumbaya! Oh all these players, God. right? Good for them getting paid. I don't want to talk about there. This. There's something that I saw on Twitter. Um, Whoa, just scroll on Twitter as I usually do, right? Um, there was a. He's about to throw a fit. I, 
I I kind of already threw my fit, but I really wanted to talk about this because it hit me like a ton of bricks, right? This um, is something I truly don't care about. <laughs> so this hit this hits me. my time. <laughs> this hits it right my feed. Yeah. This guy, I let me get his name from Pro PFF. Football Focus. Wasn't it? Pro, Pro Football Focus <laughs> is a, I wouldn't say reputable because a lot of people make fun of Pro Football Focus all the time. They're an okay source. Um, this guy is named Seth Galina. He work. He's a senior college football analyst for the Pro Football Focus. Right. So, apparently, he is of some type of high stature, in for the, in that company. Right. That does a lot of stats and stuff like that for not only the NFL but college football. He comes out with a. This is where he ranking, starts whining. Ranking the best twenty coaches <laughs> in college football. <laughs> so, uh, w- real quick before we go through, I'm 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 gonna go through the list real quick. And I'm just gonna I'm a, I'll I'll go through all twenty because he has twenty, and I'm looking at the article right now on pff.com. Um, he made this list. There it really is nothing to say. He doesn't really say anything about like how we did it. I'll say what he said. Right. I'll this is quote word for word. These college football head coach rankings are a shout out to the underdog and the unwanted. A chance to recognize those who might not be in the national spotlight but deserve their moment for clawing the, their programs up from the depths from the depths and steering it toward a new compelling future. It's always difficult to examine coaches through the prism of wins, losses and efficiency, efficiency rankings. After all, coaches who win a seemingly endless, endless number of games aren't necessarily good, and those who lose games aren't necessarily bad. The opportunity to win games was the biggest factor here. Flying above or below program expectations was the most important point when putting this list together. Above or below expectations. So that's what that's kind of like how he started. They really he didn't really say anything else about what how he did this, right? So I'll tell you Nick Saban, number one, right? Easy. Fine. Great. Dabo, two. Kirby Smart from Georgia, three. Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma, four. Dan Mullen, Florida, five. Pat Fitzgerald, Northwestern, six. Matt Campbell, Iowa State, seven. Kyle Whittingham, Utah, eight. Nine is going to be Lance Leipold from Kansas. Ten is Mac Brown from North Carolina. Eleven is uh, Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina. Twelve is Brian Kelly from Notre Dame. Thirteen, Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M. 14, Mark Stoops, Kentucky. 15, Luke Fickle, Cincinnati. 16, Tom Allen from Indiana. 17 is Jeff Monken, Army. 18 is James Frank from, from Penn State. 19 is Billy Napier from Louisiana. And 20 is P.J. Fleck, Minnesota. So, obviously, if for people that may be listening, I am a big Ohio State fan. Um... Our coach being Ryan Day has only been coaching Ohio State for the past uh, two. This is the this will be his third season, right? Made two college playoffs the last two seasons. Made it to the national championship last year after beating the brakes off of, Cle- of Clemson. Ohio State hasn't had the bad loss. They've literally been undefeated throughout the regular season both years. He keeps recruiting. We're in the top ten. I mean, top five. Sorry, top five, if not top three, every year. We just had a top two class this past season. Look, bro. 
bro. Who look. was going to tell me, look, unlike this idiot, who he, Mr. Ryan Day, does not deserve to be in the top he has two 20? Seasons. He has two seasons. Two seasons. Top 20. Hand anybody a team like that. Mm-hmm. I would win pretty good, too. Anybody, right? Anybody. You say that? Yeah. What, what did what did Ohio State do the last year that we had Urban? I don't know. Okay. Right, well, with Urban's last season, we lost a very bad game to, I want to say, Purdue. Yeah, very bad game to Purdue. Got beat up, right? Mm-hmm. Ended up going to the rest to the end of the season. This is off of Urban's little thing with covering up for a for an assistant coach of his, uh, of his like assault allegations, or whatever. Yeah. He ends up leaving, right? Either by force or on his own terms. Who am I going to talk about that? They did not get to the college football playoff. They were out. They were out. They they had their bad loss. They weren't able to get in. Right? It was close. I think we were outed by Alabama. We were like we we're at five or something like that. But that was what it was. We weren't in the playoff, right? We didn't just win a chip. We didn't do any of that, right? Haven't won a championship since 2014. The first college football playoff. We won then. Haven't won since. He hands the program over to Ryan Day. Ryan Day has been to the playoff both years. Even through COVID last year, which is a very tough issue because Big Ten didn't have a season going for a while. Big issue, right? All the noise. He still ends up doing it. Go undefeated. No big losses. Have been to the playoff both years. Ended up the first year, we lost to Clemson. They were obviously a better team, but we played better than them in that in that game. And then we, last year, we destroyed Clemson and got to the championship game, and we lost to Alabama, which a lot of people are considering them the number one Alabama team of all time for their collection of talent, both offensively and defensively. So for what Ryan Day has done so far, two years, right? Two years at Ohio State. This will be his third. Recruiting is good. He's been in the hunt every year, been in the playoff. There is no way they can tell me. Got it. Nick Saban, better. Easily. Dabo, been doing it longer. Get it. Very easy. But here's where you lose me. Kirby Smart, he's been in the playoff once since he's been at Georgia. For the last, I want to say, five, six seasons. Lincoln Riley. He's been to the playoff a couple of times. Fumbled the bag both couple, all the times he's been in. Got destroyed by the team. Either by Georgia or by Bama. Like, I believe, yeah, Georgia or Bama. He, they fumbled the bag. Got destroyed, right? Dan Mullen from Florida has not been to a... Ch- has not even won the SEC. He just went to the SEC Championship last year. Got destroyed by Bama. <laughs> Funny how that goes. And he hasn't made a playoff or anything like that. Ryan Day is easily better than him. Ryan Day, I would say, has been done better than Lincoln Riley up to this point. Let's be honest. With with results-based college football, they haven't, like, oh, he's done better than everybody. Let Lee not even get to the part. Pat Fitzgerald, great coach, has done it for a while. Huh. He's a great coach. He's been doing it for a while, right? But he hasn't sniffed. He just recently to the got us to the big got them to the Big Ten championship last year against Ohio State. They gave us a tough fight, but Ohio State still won, right? So Matt Campbell, Iowa State, Iowa State has been kind of relevant, but in the Big Twelve, it's been Oklahoma's, right? How was he better than? There's not twenty coaches better than Ryan Day. Get like can you can you 
can you tell me like how can somebody believe that? I've been going on for a while, but like this, I have nothing to say. Oh my god, Kansas, Lance Leipold from Kansas. Kansas does not play football. Kansas plays basketball. I can't. I can't talk to you. I have not heard the name Lance Leipold ever in my life before I saw him in this list today. Kansas, you're peeking. You're peeking. I don't care. That's how upset I am about this. Bro, Mac Brown, North Carolina. He's on the come up, but he's not doing anything. Jamie Chadwell, (laughs) Coastal Carolina, Coastal Carolina. It's not that deep. No, this is that deep because this dude cannot be that big of an idiot. Bro, it's not that deep. It is that deep. Tell me. So, are you agreeing with me? That you this are is an peaking idiot? on my mic, bro. Stop. Are you agreeing it's with me? It's not that deep. It is not. It, it's not that deep. This is a huge sign of disrespect. Okay. Ohio State, that's all you guys ever get is disrespect. You are a big team. I disrespect you every podcast at least twice. If you can't take the disrespect, don't disrespect out. You will be fine, you will live. There's no factual evidence that he has two seasons. He has two seasons. A lot of those guys on there have at least five. And like freaking um, mom said, bro. Mom said this. Our mother does not watch any type of sports. None uh-huh. whatsoever. Okay. What were what does he have parameters on it? No, he doesn't. Ha- I read what his what his start up was was at. He said up and coming coaches, right? He said up and coming. That he said, I and I quote. <clears throat> it's always difficult to examine coaches through the prism of wins, losses, and efficiency rankings. After all, coaches who win a seemingly endless number of games aren't necessarily good, and those who lose games aren't necessarily bad. The opportunity to win games was the biggest factor here. Flying above or below program expectations was okay. the most okay, 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 important okay. point when putting his okay. list together. Okay, I see what you mean. I see. Wait, wait, calm down, calm down. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Ryan Day has definitely made all... All expectations. He's for hit. Ohio he's State. hit it every time. Only he just he's come up short twice. Yeah, but we got to the championship game. But like, that's, that's fine. It. So maybe his list is a little skewed. I'll give more you that. than a little. <laughs> because here's the thing: if he if he if he, if he wanted to have could... this list, if he wanted to have this list and take Nick Saban, Nick Saban and Dabo off the list altogether, because obviously they're top coaches, right? If he took them off the list altogether and just say, hey, up and coming coaches that are bringing their coaches that are bringing their teams up from nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Then I would understand. Yeah, But, but he put those two teams, number two, one and two. All right. Where do you think Ryan Day should sit on that list? Three. Wow. Wow. Okay. He's done more than Kirby Smart already. He recruit. He re- gets higher, better recruits than Kirby Smart, has been had higher recruiting rankings each of the last two years, and he's gotten to the playoff both years. Kirby Smart has not. Three. Like, no hesitation. Three. As of right now, obviously it changes (laughs) from year to year. Okay. But as of right now, he's three. Okay. That's three. Kirby Smart, not even close. Lincoln Riley? Lincoln freaking Riley? Number four? Easily better than him. Fumbled the bag every time he's been in the playoff. Got absolutely mollywopped. So just move everybody down one and put Ryan Day in at three. This dude didn't have him in the top 20. Bro, you got your mic stand all messed up. That's why I. That's why it's so awful. 
Okay. There, there is no, there is no reason. <clears throat> please try, please try. My anger, my anger cannot be suppressed by this. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm rooting for my team, and I believe yes, ultimate disrespect, but this has no fact behind it. I'm even a guy that has to like admit honestly to myself when I go to sleep at night that Urban didn't do as much with Ohio State as he probably could have. No, he didn't. He didn't at all. He probably should have uh, won more than one. He probably should have easily won more than one. Yeah, he probably should have. So, so I have to live with that. So I'm yeah. willing to sit there and see the faults of Ohio State for what it is, right? But in what he is talking about, Ryan Day needs to be on the list. Top five. If you want, if you really want to talk about Lincoln Riley and Kirby Smart, okay, fine. They're doing a little bit longer. But when it talks about results, Ryan Day has hit every nail on the head. So, like, this dude is an absolute idiot. And he gets paid to put out trash like this. Like, I'm... I get it. This I have you said your piece. Yet. I have you said your piece. Yeah. Say your piece. I, that is the piece I've had. Okay. Coastal Carolina! Okay. We're Kansas! Cutting it here. We're cutting no, here. we're not cutting. We're cutting we're it here. Cutting we're here. cutting it here. Not cutting here. We're cutting here. Okay. I... I the way this has been going, that's been it's been a while, and I everybody's gonna see me yell for a while. I've said nothing. And there's been there's, for like 10, 20 minutes, bro. <laughs> You've been going you on. You have to let me go on my tirade because this makes no sense. Okay, I get it. It'll be all right. Okay, fine. I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna get us to the end of this here. I'm gonna we're gonna do a light, nice little send off. Okay. I can, okay. I can end this calmly because there's a lot of time between now and the start of the college football season. Yes, there There'll be plenty of times for me to talk about my Buckeyes. I, I'll be sure to have plenty of episodes talking about all the position battles and probably all the crap going on about that. Whoever's starting is probably my starter. <laughs> so, and we'll talk about Michigan State and we'll talk about some other Let's teams not. too. So, we'll, we'll have that time. But I just, after seeing that, I had I had to go off of my tirade about it. And Joe, my team ain't been on the list since unless it's the worst team in, in the college football. We ain't been on the list in for, year, for years. It's okay. So, it'll be all right. Yeah, I know. I know. And obviously, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But it's just so so idiotic, I, yeah, I couldn't. It happens. So, and I'm hoping, whoever's listening to this, right, they don't have to be the biggest Ohio State fan, because I can't, obviously I can't guarantee that, right? Yeah, and but I want this. If, I want this. Come on. Ohio State's one of the teams, like, you know something about the team. Well, let's, yeah, obviously, but, like, I want people that listen to this to be well-rounded individuals that can think critically, that don't let just their fandom get in the way. Like, there's nobody really that can have this conversation and can agree with this dude, right? I, like, I don't see it. Do you really see it? No, you're probably right. You're probably right. Okay, exactly. If he's going off results, Ryan Day's up there. That's all. That's all. Ryan I'm Day saying. is two that's for two. He is. He's and only hope, falling short at the that, very end. And I hope that whoever listens, that no matter who, where their their uh where their loyalties lie, they can see that too, and that's what I would hope for. So, going to all that, I'm going to end my tire there. My voice is starting to hurt now. <laughs> yeah, it should. You've never been this loud before. <laughs> Sorry. It is. It really brought out some anger in me. But on that, I'm going to end this off right here. Everybody who's listening, thank you very much. Uh, I have socials listed there. Um, get at me on Twitter and uh, let us know. Let, let, let me know how we're doing. I'm going to figure it out like an outro. I, Maybe an outro. <sighs> You know, it, it's cool. really hard. We, we're still we're still young in all this, so yeah, but we'll get. This has been the JB Sports Blast, guys. Thank you for listening today. This has been Jason. This has been Joe. See you guys. Uh, we don't ever have a set time. See you guys when we see you. Peace. <laughs>